Hi, and welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is relationship advice with an intuitive twist. Honest, blunt, and no sugar added. Everything relationships, nothing phony, no hearts, no flowers, and the truth, C.J. Weston. The truth, nothing but the truth. So help me God. So help me God, no BS. Don't call if, if you, you wanna... don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what were you going to say? Well, if you don't call, if you don't want to hear what you need to hear. Or you want to hear. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tell you what you want to no, hear. No, no. Some people call because they don't hear what they want to hear. Okay. Well, I'm your host. I am medium and intuitive dating expert, Marissa Liza Pell. And we have CJ Weston here in the studio, who is our relationship expert and strategist. And we have a special guest, which I'm going to tease you with because I'm not going to tell you. He is a, a, a Philly guy. And he's Italian, and he's going to tell you what you don't want to hear, and he's going to even be more brutal than the two of us combined. <laughs> you bet. And he's a local, uh, you know, he's a local name, and he's a national name at this point. Wow. So, you know, I'm going to blow up your head right Do it. Again. Do he's it. Don't a... blow up my head. Just, you know, just blow up everybody else's head, and then, you know, I'll let them down easy when right. they want to get a load of what it really is. <laughs> okay. So today, we're we're getting down to business. We're, we're, not, we're not screwing around here. I'm going to introduce our in-studio guest who I've worked with before like 10 years ago mm-hmm. who I still had as my friend on Facebook. That's why Facebook is great, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking on, I see your your posts, which are like crazy, yeah. which I love. And that's why I keep you as a friend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because you're interesting. <laughs> but Vinny and I, this is Vinny the Crumb, by yes. the way. I'd Bye. like to introduce you. It's great to see you, by the way. It is great it's, to see you It's been too. way too long. It's been like, yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah, it has. At the beginning of my career, this is when I got pulled from WIP yeah. by a bunch of like locker room Philly guys. That's true. That didn't believe in any of nope. this stuff, any of this intuitive stuff. Nope. And I get thrown in with you, Joe and Mike. Yep. Over at, at MMR when it was the Philly guys morning show. Yes. And uh, I got I got thrown to the sharks during early in my career. You I did. think you, you did. Yeah, I, mean? I think you held up well. You know, the, you, all the little shark nips have have healed nicely, and you've <laughs> you've stuck with it despite the encouragement to quit. <laughs> well, yeah, and I remember distinctly. I was a little angry at that time in my life. Yes, you and were. And I, I wasn't very refined when it came to radio or television. I luckily had you know had gone through some years uh, doing that, and I remember uh, Vinny gave me a word of advice because these people that called, uh, yeah. they were like. You know, your South Philly, like, yeah, you know, they didn't want to hear any yelling, BS. screaming. You, you weren't, you weren't going to get them with that. Uh, your grandmom's okay, kind of uh, intuitive stuff. No, no. you know, you, they needed details. That's right. And you know what I mean? On... What medallion was she wearing when we buried her? The whole nine yards. Oh, they yeah. wanted to know everything, and uh, you know, they if you didn't have it, they let you know. And they call women broads. Let's that's talk true. about that. That's true. They do okay. call women broads, but that's an old thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's an old classic thing. You know. Abroad is abroad. It, it's just, you know, that's it. I mean, I don't say it that much anymore because I get weird looks. You know, back in the day, you know, when Sammy and Dino and, and Frank were all walking around, they were broads. That was the dialogue. we're all Italian. We understand. Yeah. They were broads. You know, They're but back broads. then when I'm a little blonde girl and I'm coming yeah. into a studio with all of you guys. Now who's this broad? And who's this broad? And the guy calls <clears> on the radio. <throat> I don't know if you remember this, but this is early on when I was like the second show. I flipped out through the microphone yeah. on him. Yeah. Like what? Like, and you're it was like, great radio. Yeah, but you like stop the mic and you're like, listen, I can see you going through that mic and I know your anger is not directed toward him. You got to reel it in. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. But gotta you know what? In. After that, it was total respect. We Absolutely. knew we knew that we had the fire in me. <laughs> and then, but see, you didn't believe in intuitive and psychic ability when I came on that show until 
I didn't. Until it started happening. I didn't until you started like, you know, whipping that mojo on me. Then <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is some, there's something's going on here. I, you know, there's a lot of stuff that she doesn't know about me that she's talking about. And, you know, it, it really kind of caught me a little bit. Yeah. I was always, I mean, I grew up Catholic, but don't hold that against me. Me too. Because I, you know, yeah. I mean, listen, I don't pay for God. You know, God doesn't cost anything to me as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't need to go somewhere on a Sunday to talk to him because he's in my heart. So, I yeah. mean, that's, that's mm -hmm. where he lives. I get it. If I would need to talk to him, I'll just talk. Right. Yeah. He hears me. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of things that you're taught when you're little. Yeah. And when you grow up in the world and that you don't even think about anymore because somebody told you that's how it was and it never came up again. So you figure... Well, it's okay. That's how it is. But nobody showed me anything different until people like you came along and started whooping that mojo on me. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> hold on a minute. There's other dimensions. There's other things happening here. And, yeah. you know, after a while, I became a believer, to be honest. And, and it's just, it's always been, I always, I know that there's other forces out there in the world. Yeah. I'm not blind to that fact. I know that when people go, they stay with you. Yeah. Because without certain people, I would be where I am today. And those people didn't help me as much when they were here as they did after they left. After they passed. Right. That's right. So that to me, that definitely means something. And I know that for a fact. It's very comfortable to say that in this room because yeah. you have people in this room that are in that area. They, they believe in that kind of stuff. But if you walk into a room of people who don't believe that, you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. You but know, so, but I mean, I, I, I'm sold. Oh, and okay. I've been sold for a long time. Well, you had, when I came in, you're the guy who had the wall up. You, I had to sit next to you. Yep. I remember that's where my seat was, mm -hmm. with my little card. And I had to sit next to you. Mm -hmm. And then we became really, you became my favorite person on the show. You were like my favorite, like my buddy. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I also had my other enemy in the show. Yeah. I don't think we ever got along. But, <laughs> you know? Well, it's it funny. Like, it was hey. his idea to have you in there. No, no Wasn't no. it? Or was it the other guy? It was, it was uh, the host. Well, who was idea. it? Was Mike's idea, right? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, Joe, well, Joe doesn't. You know, Joe yeah. was Joe was about being funny. Yeah. And he's the one of the funniest people. We're talking about Joe Conklin. Yeah. And uh, he's one of the funniest people I've ever met. But there's he other is funny. But there's other yeah. elements to a successful show. It has to be pretty well rounded. If it's yeah. funny all the time, yeah. Then you know, after a while, it just you, you, there's other things that you can do. And I think after time went by, he kind of appreciated that. Someday yeah. when these when these mics are off, I'll tell you why everybody was the way they were, because yeah. there was so much going on there that the people that came in and, and experienced it didn't know about. Oh, yeah. I'm that sure were, there was. That it was. It was absolutely insane. But that's a, a conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's a conversation over alcohol. OK, <laughs> well, maybe you maybe you should win the wine and wrinkles party. Yeah, you know, when you were talking about I don't even like wine, but I'll drink it. What the heck? OK, you want to win the party? We can sure. have you get you're married right absolutely so you know what this is why i want to talk to you because you have a well-roundedness when it comes to your relationship you're a married guy you're yep. not out there screwing everything on the block okay let's hope not no no okay. well, no i'm not <laughs> and you have this great like single man's mentality where you could still have that edge well to you yeah it sounds yeah like i think there's yeah i, I think I, I know a few things yeah so i want to talk to you about those things because we want to know, because there's a lot of women who are listening to this show, calling in. They, they know that I do the intuitive stuff, mm -hmm. but they want to know, like, down home, potatoes, you know, corn, back in the old country buffet. Yep. We want to know, like, what is man's deal breakers? Like, what, like, if, if you're getting out in the dating world and you want a man not only to date you, but to, you want to keep him, you want him yeah. to commit to you. Let's talk about those down and dirty things most people don't talk about. Okay. Why you're getting rejected. Why? You know, why things don't work out for you. Guys are real simple. All right. Tell me. Super, super simple. 
Okay? Be nice to us. Do dirty things to us. <laughs> often. Act like you like it. And even if you don't. And then tell us we're great. That's oh, all we need. Oh, so the praise. That's I, all yeah. we need. Listen, if you yeah. have a five-year-old son. Yeah. Or a fi- if you know like a toddler that's between the ages of five and eight. They need all those things except the dirty things. And you'll have the happiest kid on the planet if you do that. Okay. Men are boys in, in a man's costume. How we're, do you discipline them? We're them boys. Them? How do you discipline a man? You can't. Okay, so they're doing something you don't like. <clears throat> too bad. Oh, too bad. So all right. how, do, Look, they, how I do, do they learn? Listen, you do stuff I don't like. I do. do when no, do not you, you oh. personally, but uh, you know, women do stuff that men don't like. You right. know what I mean? Do you think we like to go shopping? Do you think we like to sit in a lingerie okay. store okay. while you're buying underwear? Do you think we yes. want? Do you think we like it when you're vacuuming during the football game? No, we don't like that. I'd rather watch the football game and have somebody else vacuum. Well, that's you, but you know, everybody <laughs> is not you, unfortunately. So, I mean, you know, the point is, is that you know, we're very, very simple. Yeah. Listen, if you find a guy that you like. Do yourself a favor, and this, yeah, I will tell you, you'll have the most successful life in the world. Okay. If you do this, find a man that you don't need to change. Whoa! That's Whoa! Right Let's there. talk about bing, bing, right bing, bing. There. You hit yes. the nail on the head. Find a yes. man that you love yes. from top to bottom, side to side, <laughs> upside down, wet, dry, naked, dressed, <laughs> everything about him you love. Find that guy and then marry him and shut up. I'm being serious, I'm being completely serious. I love you. This Just is shut like, up. This Stop. Is perfect. Yeah. Don't tell me what to wear. Don't tell me how to cut my hair. Don't tell me what to oh. say. Don't tell me I'm embarrassing you. Don't. You picked me. Right. Okay. Yeah. You. We're all st- guys are all standing around waiting to be picked. We're not out picking. You guys, you know, get drunk at two o'clock in the morning and decide. All right. Well, this is the only one left, so I'll take him home and see what happens. Okay. Then it develops, or you're in a dating site and he seems interesting to you. Women are very hung up with what they want, mm-hmm. and we really don't care. They get too particular sometimes. Yeah, but... we really don't care. I mean, you picked us. You said yes. Yeah. We asked you out on a date. You said yes. Mm-hmm. You learned about us during that first date, and then you said yes to a second date. Mm-hmm. And then you learned a little bit more about us, then you said yes to a third date. Mm-hmm. Then you said yes to a fourth date. And then when I dropped to one knee and I asked you to marry me, you said yes again. You had all this time to get out of it. Now you want to change me? Yeah, but there are some things I have to I have to say. There's some bottom line behaviors here that if a man lies, cheats, steals, and like does something bad. Well, then, okay. that, then, then it wasn't him being real. What so then you missed that. Mm-hmm. He either lied to you or you would pick that up in, in the courting process. Sure. What if, what if he does something bad? How do we? Like a lot what? of women like whine, they bitch, they complain. That doesn't work on men, right? Uh, not at all. Okay, tell me Let why. Let me tell you something. I'm not interested in a list. The, the list is the worst thing you can you could say to me. Oh, we need to do this. We got to do this. We got to do that. Oh, we can't do this until we do this. We do that. Blah, 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 blah. No. You have one chance to be on this planet. Okay. Live. If you want to live doing laundry and you want to live doing dishes and you want to live running the vacuum, go ahead. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to join you. Don't make me live the way you want to live. Let's live together. So why did you say that your marriage is last? What does your wife do for you? I I can't afford to divorce her. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's why it's lasted this long. Tell me no, why. I'm what kidding. did she just put up with you? Like she just says, "Hey, Vinny, she do whatever up, you want." You know what? She puts up with me, and I put up with her. So there's and, defects. There's but it's, faults. It's only been recently 
We've been at war for years. How'd you get through that? Well, I just said that that's who I am. You picked me. You said yes. What? What do you try? Did you think that you could change me? Because okay. I knew I couldn't change you. So, like, what are you doing? Like, you're trying to construct this person that was already here. You're trying to remake me. You can't well, do that. What are some of the things? I mean, there's bad habits, obviously, that <clears throat> we're always working on growth. We're always working to change certain things sure. about us that don't work. So, obviously, we're not, we, we have to be willing to grow. We can't be stagnant. So, are these things little things that you want you to change or big things? Well, they turned out to be big things. Okay. How do you feel about the fact? I mean, did you change them? I would say that people grow differently. And I'll, and I'll say that, you know, I might have changed a few things because it was pointed out to me that, okay. that they're not it, very positive things to do. How would a woman point it out to you where you would actually Not the way my wife did. <laughs> We're all Italian you know. here. That's We're good. And you know what? We're passionate people. We may be loud. That's mm -hmm. People have a tough time with my loudness. So you're yelling. I'm not yelling. I'm passionate. Don't, well, that's don't, what I tell people don't all the time. Don't misconstrue it. That's what my wife tells me. Why are you yelling? I said, I'm not yelling. Yeah, exactly. This is how I talk. It's not going to end. We're not going to change no. in that way, right? No. no. Again, no. And yelling. I've been accused of the Absolutely. same thing by former significant others. And yes. it's the I had to give them the response. I'm not yelling. This is it. This is, this is how you're I am. We're hot. We're passionate. I'm Italian. We're, we're passionate. hot peppers. I'm ex look, I'm excited about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know. I'm excited about our relationship. That's why I get a little, you know, I get a little jacked up sometimes. And if I remember I put correctly, a lot of time into it. you're a Sagittarius, aren't you? I am. If I remember correctly. Yes. That's right. Yes. So you're heated in general. Yes. That's right. And I've never been to general, but I've, there's a lot of things happen in general. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about heat because we're going to put the yes. heat on in just a couple seconds. You were talking about three things that keep a man happy. Can you repeat those, please? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're very simple people. We just, yeah. we need praise. We need you to do stuff to us, dirty stuff to us a couple of times a week. And you just got to be nice to us. That's all. It's okay. very it, We're very, very simple human beings. Well, this goes in in conjunction with uh, our, our guest that's coming up in just a minute here. And this is Dr. Bob Heisinga. And he began his practice as a marriage and family therapist in 1981. He's written Break Free from the Affair, one of the first ebooks on infidelity. He provides online coaching and is presently refining his newest book, Easy Love, which expounds on the three love laws, which makes loving less difficult and anxiety ridden. Now you can visit him at www.breakfreefromtheaffairallhyphenated.com or www.saveamarriageforever.com. Follow him on Twitter. I'll have him tell that as well because his last name is a little bit difficult to spell. But I'm excited about bringing him on and hearing Me how you too. guys see yeah. this. Dr. Bob, welcome. Yes, Dr. Thank Bob, you. are you on the line? Uh, yes, I am. Can you hear me? Can we call you Dr. Bob? That's fine. That's cool. Beautiful. Awesome. Did I pronounce your, your last name correctly? Uh, yeah, it's pronounced differently in different parts of the country. Here in Michigan, it's pronounced Heisinga. Okay, Heisinga. Okay. You said Heisinga. That's the Florida pronunciation. So right. um, it's different in Illinois, too. So. Are, you, are you any relation to the, uh, the the people involved with the Miami Dolphins at all? Maybe, maybe, maybe long, long shirt tail. I got you. Uh, it's, a, it's a long, long story. My grandfather ran away from home when he was 16 or 17 from Chicago, and that's where they're from. So oh, who knows? Okay. Could okay. be. Okay. Well, uh, we have Vinny the Crumb, who's a, uh, you know, I was on with him at the MMR Morning Show about 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and he is uh, he is our Philly guy here, and he's Italian, and he's loud, and he's proud. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm Dutch, and I'm quiet. 
Oh, uh, okay. Mm. We're not yelling at you. Mm-hmm. We're going to get along just fine. <laughs> yeah. Just don't get offended. Okay. We're not okay. being mean. This is just how we are. Did you... If I'm quiet, I'm not being judgmental. No, I got oh, Okay, we understand. Did you hear Vinny's uh, three simple rules to make a man happy when you were Yeah, home? yeah, sure, sure. What would you think of those? Oh, I think they fit. Yeah, I, I think that's what men really, really want. They want they want to feel appreciated, for one thing. You know, that's, that's hugely important. Uh, what a man does, how he performs is, is hugely important in who he is. Um, a man needs to feel appreciated. You know, he he needs physical touch, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. And different kinds needs variety. That's important. Yeah. Uh, and variety in what way, Bob? Uh, just just uh, be surprised every once in a while. I, I think men, most men, you know. Let me let me phrase this differently. There are different kinds of men. What you're describing probably is is our stereotype of of, of masculinity, right? Yeah, because when you talk about variety, I'm not talking about the different donuts in the Krispy Kreme box. You know, I'm talking about the the men who once they have a woman, they sleep with the woman, and after a couple of years, they're like, "Ah, oh, I need some variety. I'm bored." No, no, I'm I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about variety within a relationship. Okay. They they they, they want growth within the relationship. They want something different. They want sparks. They you know that that goes along with uh, sometimes the need for uh, kind of uh, excitement or um, something different. You know. Because men, it's easy for men, I think, to get into a humdrum life, and um, it's nice when you come home and something's something's different there. Okay, so what are your three um, easy love laws that make love less forceful, less less more easy? Yeah, let, let me let me let me talk about the, the three the the three laws that most of us follow in, in either making uh, making a relationship, finding a relationship. Or repairing a relationship. Can I can I do that first? Absolutely. We want to hear from you. Okay. In our culture, in most relationships, subconsciously, subtly, underneath everything, we're taught three things. We're taught that we must somehow make a relationship work, or if it's broken, we have to fix it. Okay? Okay. So the first law of, of force it or fix it is that something out there will make you better. All right? Your partner can take away your emptiness. Romance can fill the void in your life. An expert will unlock the door to your unhappiness. Uh, a new strategy or a new method of relating or communicating will make your world better. Something out there has the power to make you, to change you, and to make your life different. Right. And we see this with a lot of ebook authors that are out there that say you can basically have five bullet points to yeah. make a man love you, get your ex back in your life. Do you, do you agree with these concepts? They're, they're, they're tactics, they're, they're strategies, that's all they are, but they miss something, okay? They miss something that's hugely important. And let me go on to the second thing of the, the force it fix it laws, and that is the second assumption is that you're defective, all right? Something's lacking in you, your relationship is dysfunctional, if it's not working, you must change, you're sick, you need to get well, but you lack something, your marriage is a mess, you are a mess, and again, something's wrong with you, so you got to fix yourself to, to make the relationship better. And the third assumption is you got to perform. All right, you got to get healthier. You got to be more attractive. You got to lose weight. You got to learn communication skills. You got to be more more romantic. You got to listen better. You got to talk more. You got to talk less. This goes on and on and on. And that's that's a lot of what we're getting, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ways to perform differently to try and get what you want from your spouse or your significant other, or to, or to make a relationship or to find a relationship. Doc, you got to do those three things. I, I I hear what you're saying, but that sounds like an awful lot of work. Okay, it, is. I, it doesn't work. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you know, I, I said earlier, you, you find somebody that loves you from top to bottom, side to side, and you don't have to change anything. And right, you find exactly. somebody that you love from top to bottom. Side. 
I think a lot of times what happens is people wind up getting married because this is the first girl put her hand down your pants or the, or the first girl to kiss you in a certain way. And you thought that this was the one. And there are a lot of right. mistakes being made early on. And I think sure. that's what that's where people miss the mark. You have to find somebody that will accept you for you, because as soon as you try to change somebody, then, you know, the game's over because a guy's not well, going to get not a guy's not going to change. We'll change some subtle behaviors because, you know, that happens with maturity. But for the most part, you get what you get. Right. That's that's the third. That's the third easy love law that I have. And that love comes when you are you. That's all you have to be is all you have to be is you. But but you also have to believe that you're lovable. And you also have to know that the answers for love lie within you, not someone else. Those are my three love laws. Okay, what do you mean that the answers for love lie within you? Well, you don't have to look outside. Your spouse is not going to make your your, your spouse or your partner, that other person, is not going to make your life better. Responsibility for finding love lies not outside someone else. It lies within me. And I have within me the capacity to love. Everyone has within them the capacity to love and Finding the answers for love is inside. Okay, and how do we know when somebody, like, if we really feel that somebody's compatible with us and they're kind of giving us a hard time, they're not committing, um, they're not moving forward, we want to move forward, and it's like this back-and-forth type of situation where, you uh, know, what what's that about? That's only, that's only going to get worse if you stay together. Yeah, that means the other uh, one doesn't want you. You want that one, but no, the other one doesn't want no, you. No, no, no. Oh. You're, setting, you're setting the rules for the relationship. That rule's... I think in 80% of the relationships, and that rule is that one person pursues and the other distances. The one who distances is the one who's having second thoughts. If there's any hesitation in love, then it's not love. There's always hesitation. It's never 100%. No, no, I'm not saying you just dive right in, but I'm saying eventually you give up that, you give that hesitation up, that guarding, the guard comes down or the wall comes down and then you're able to, you're able to go ahead and move forward. Here's, here's what I observe in my, you know, 15 years of therapy, is that eventually the person who pursues gets sick of pursuing, and they, they begin distancing. And then the person who distances says, oh, oh, I'm in trouble here. I better start pursuing. And then what do you do with that relationship? Because then it keep, what does it keep going back and forth? Yeah, it becomes a roller coaster. Well, how do you fix that? Okay, what you have to do in that situation is, first of all, realize that there's a pattern here, okay? And and you have to be become aware of that pattern. and then. Um, you have to be able to talk, but I call it meta-commenting. I don't know what else to call it, but you have to be able to say, hey, here we go again. All right, here's this cycle. Let's talk about it. And underneath this are some basic personal needs that are not being met. And then you have to begin examining what are my personal needs here that demand that I maintain distance or that demand that I try to, to get closer to somebody. Okay, so what? And, what do you, like? how do you know if this distance, pursual type of back-and-forth situation can be worked out. What does the person, what does one of the, one of these people have to do something to change the dynamic here? Exactly. Sure, sure. And what happens in a relationship over time is that you, you keep cycling through the, through the distance pursuing process until eventually one person gets sick of it. Or there's an affair. There's some, there's some crisis emerges. Uh, maybe, maybe somebody is sick, <laughs> physically sick from all of this. So, I mean, uh, or, are these or, relationships fixed? I mean, can you do something to break the pattern and, and move forward in this type sure. of relationship? What can you do? First of all, you need to be able to know that it's happening. You, you need some level of awareness. Okay. Okay. Most of us know more about our cell phone than we do about our relationship. Okay. What if this is an intimacy issue itself? 
Or what do you people, mean an intimacy issue? If people are keeping other people at arm's length, there's obviously an intimacy issue that they can't get close to people. Maybe that's a problem within one of the either the distancer or the pursuer. They, they want to get close, but but they have some probably some some misconceptions of what getting close means. Getting close may mean to them, I'm going to lose my individuality, and no one's mm -hmm. going to no one's going to screw with that. So no, that's that's the man's mantra. Okay, so a man could say it's a loss of freedom. In his perception, right. But at the same time, he wants to be loved. On the line, we have Megan. Uh, Megan, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Hi. Megan. Hello, Were you Megan. able to uh, listen to some of our, a little bit of our show to see who we have on today and what we're going to be talking about? Um, just your friendly banter. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, actually. <laughs> well, you're actually the perfect guest. I actually got your email and you seem to be in a situation, you've been seeing someone since April, and you say it's relationship extremes. I'm just going to read some of your email, if you don't mind. Um, okay. It says, when we were connected, it's bliss. If there's a disturbance, we disconnect, and it's torture. He becomes unreachable. I become overwhelmed and make myself crazy with trying to understand why he cuts me off. Then we re reconnect, and we both seem to have learned something, and our relationship feels deeper. Inevitably, though, we disconnect again, and I find myself at war with myself again. Presently, we are in a disconnect, and I long to see him, touch him, to restore our sweet, laughter-filled, and passionate connection. I know I have no control over his actions, and that my peace of mind cannot depend on his behavior, but my desire to see him is so strong. I know where my delusions end, and my true heart's desire begins. I want peace for both of us. I want forgiveness. And you want to know, what is he thinking? Uh, Megan, just in my intuitive perspective, which I like to kind of go with first, I, this is this is gonna. I, I hope you're you're you sound like a sensitive person. You seem pretty emotional. You're putting yourself out there, and I hope I don't come across too blunt to you. But I have to be. It seems like he knows where he has you. Um, and my intuitive feeling is that he thinks that you're gonna be there. You know, no matter what, so he can distance himself. He could come back, reconnect. I just feel there's a distraction with him. I think there's something that that you may not know about that he. I don't think he. I think he's a little private about certain things. And I don't think he tells you everything. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, well, I do. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I do know. I do know that his um, his father is very ill, and um, he and his mother spend a lot of time taking care of him, and that takes up a lot of his time. I don't know if that's what you're. No, that's not. I, no. I think this is something that he's. You know, I I feel like his heart isn't totally a hundred percent yet with you and there's a reason why he keeps distancing himself from you but i'm going to come mm -hmm. back to that intuitively i'm going to let bob talk because this is what we were talking about right before i took the call and and let our in-studio guests give their their information and then we'll come back to what i feel okay 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 bob what are you feeling about this and this is what we were talking about before right exactly megan is this getting worse or better the the cycles that you go through um they seem to get worse, like each time the space gets bigger. Okay, what's the what's the worst feeling, the worst thought that you have when you're in the middle of this? The worst? Yeah. Is that he really doesn't care that he's hurting me. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try and break through some stuff here and, and can help you kind of verbalize this. What would you really, 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 truly, truly like to say to him? And, and let's work through this for a couple minutes and see if I can help you with this, okay? What would you really like to say to him? I would really like to say to him that that I care very deeply for him and that I I just want us to to be more open and communicate and that 
be on the same page about it. Okay. I, I also want to communicate to him that I that I want to that I want to see him. That being with him makes it all feel better. Okay. So you want to say to him? Let me see if I can read between the lines here a little bit. I'm hurting, and I have some some real powerful needs here. I need to feel like I'm connected. And right now, I feel like I don't know you. And this kind of ties into what Marissa was saying. I don't know you very well, and I want to know you better, and I want you to know me. How does that strike you? That sounds true. Okay, expand on that. What in addition would you like to say regarding that? I don't I don't understand why you ignore me. Let me give you a suggestion here, okay? Never ask him yeah. a question. For for the next week, never ask him a question. Wait, why, Bob? Why? Yeah, a lot of women ask because guys that gives questions. Him the, that gives him all the power. Okay, because I think that's a really good that's point, true. Bob, because uh-huh. a lot of women like to, when they feel anxious and they feel like this, and I know I felt like this before, you call the guy up and like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? You why answers. are you ignoring me? Yeah, you want answers, yeah. and then he gets more distant, and mm-hmm. it gets even more weird. There's a reason for that. Tell her, Bob. Yeah, well, he, he, well he's doing do what he does to maintain... <laughs> He can use you then to maintain distance. He can use what you said to maintain distance. What does that mean? You're giving him all the power, which he begins thinking, I, I can do what I want to do here. Okay. Is that what you were thinking, Vinny, or you think it's something else? No, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for um, uh, Megan because I think that she's in a situation where she likes somebody more than that somebody likes her. And I agree with you, and I, I, I agree with uh, uh, Bob you know, to a degree that, you know, there's there's something else about him that she doesn't know yeah. that is, you know, kind of in the way of this thing. I mean, if he's single and she's single, there's no reason why they shouldn't be together as a boyfriend and girlfriend. There's no reason why Megan shouldn't be part of of feeling yeah. his, you know, his his you know despair for his family member who he's trying to take care of to be there to help him and hold him up while he does that. That's what partners do. And if he's keeping her away from that mm-hmm. and keeping her away, period, then, you know, I, Megan, you know, for me, Megan, the only thing that I can tell you is if you want him back, just stop chasing him. That's the only thing I'll say, because like the doctor said earlier, you know, the more you pursue, the more they run. If you just stop, then they come back. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you fall off a jet ski and you swim after it and you'll drown. But if you just stay there, it'll come back to you. Which is easier said than done yes. for Megan, isn't it, Megan? Because you have some real powerful needs and dreams and hopes here, and you're you're highly connected to him, and this is a struggle for you, correct? Yes. She's still there? Yeah, and you know what, yeah, Bob? You know, I think it goes even deeper than this, in my intuitive opinion. I feel that the actions are important, and for her to logically understand this is important. But I feel she's hurting in a desperate way. I can feel her pain over the right, phone. Right, And so I think right. that... I want to ask you, Megan, has there been a trauma in your life or has there been someone that has been absent in your life or has totally just cut out on you when you were younger? Because I feel like this pain goes a lot deeper than this situation. I feel like it's bringing up old pain for you. So I don't know if there are some family issues that you had or if your father was in your life, but I get a sense of a family issue here. Uh, well, my father died a few years ago. My my brother, when I was a kid, my brother and my father didn't get along and my my brother did, um, he did leave us when he was a teenager for a while. Were you close to him? I wanted to be. Hmm. I don't know. See, I feel like this anxiety, Megan, is coming from a 
much deeper place here. Much deeper. So if if you just logically understand, oh, something's going on, I need to distance myself, I need to stop chasing him, that pain's not going to go away until you get to the, you know, get to heal that. Um, I think it's coming from a deeper place and it's coming from a desperation almost to have him be the one to make you okay. And that's... I agree. I think it's rooted in what Megan just explained um, early trauma was. Yeah. And it sounds to me, Megan, like you are just taking your hand and putting it on a hot stove, getting burnt and doing it over and over again. And it sounds like you, you're looking for this guy to satisfy something in you. Um, and that's what's fueling that, you know, the, um, I want to get a bigger burn because every time you go back to him, like you said, it gets worse and worse. Because he's the guy who's distant and he's the guy who you want to fix it. He may not be the guy to fix it. I want to ask Megan a question, okay? Yep. And Megan, I'd like you to respond to me. I'm going to give you two choices here. Do you think your issues with your your partner here is due to your own pain that you have from your past? Or do you think the problems with your, your spouse or your partner here is due to the fact that it's a new relationship and it's just kind of getting started? What does your gut kind of say to you? I don't know. You're not sure? Okay. No. I mean, I, I feel like... I feel like maybe it's a combination of things. Uh, Megan, how old are you? Mind asking? 31. Uh, mind? 31? I'm 31. Okay. Mm-hmm. 31. Okay. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about some of your hurt and pain, I think. And, and I think what you're trying to do is to find a way to have your partner or some relationship help you with feeling better and feeling more connected. Is that correct? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you describe yourself as a sensitive person? Yes. Okay. You know, uh, Megan, I think you're in a great place. Okay? I think you're asking the right questions. I know sometimes that the pain probably is very intense, but it can be your best friend as well. And you're at a point in life in which you're beginning to ask the very, very important kind of questions. And asking those questions is going to to help you. And you're in a relationship that millions of other people, millions of other women, millions of other men are in as well. You're not alone. Please, please, please know that. And there's basically, uh, you know, your sensitivity here is a great, great strength. And I just want you to know that. And you're working it through and you're going to do that. I know you are. That's what I have to say to you. Okay, Bob, um, we do have to wrap this up. We only have about five minutes left in the show. Do you feel like we can give her any practical solutions uh, at this point? Some action, some action I, steps to, you know. I think we, I think we already have the, action steps. Um, in my in my years of therapy, I refuse to give people assignments. Okay. Okay, because first of all, they, people would want assignments. I give them assignments and they never do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, or if if they did it, they'd if I gave them an assignment, they'd begin arguing with me about it. Okay. Yeah, so there's no point. I I think what Bob's trying to say is that by her talking about it and by her, you know, expressing herself and us feeding back to her, these are the steps that these are, this is the work that she has to do. There's no other work involved other than getting it off her chest and trying to work through it. My feeling intuitively, she's going to go back and repeat this again, uh, over again. I don't feel she's done. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course you will. And Um, so how how can we, how can we break it to her that, she has to go into a period where she's protecting herself right now in her heart so that she putting herself back in the situation is not a good thing at this point. 
I'm not sure she needs to protect her heart. I think she needs to be aware of her heart even more, perhaps. Okay, and how okay. does she... Pain does not kill people. Pain is, is just a part of us saying, uh, pay attention. Okay. And there's a, there's a part of her that wants something. And she hasn't quite figured out how to get it yet, but she's in that process. She's only 31 years old. Yeah, but she wants to probably uh, get married and, and maybe have a family. And I, and I think if she continues like yep. this, she can go on like this for another five years. Well, yeah, or five months. I think we've given her some good things to think about, and I think that's what she's going to do, because I think she's a bright, articulate, aware person who will take what we've offered her, and she'll think it through. And uh, again, my easy love law, number one, is her love answers are within her. Okay, so and maybe have, she can I, get a copy of your book and, and check that out. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. sure. And I just I just like to add, Megan, um, one more thing. Um, I think you're trying to make up for the abandonment that you had in the past. But I'm just going to come out, come out and say it. What I was getting at earlier is what I hear is addiction. You, as I say, you keep going back to the same situation that's causing you nothing but pain, and you can't stop. And that, by definition, is addiction. And I would encourage you to look more into that. And just just by the fact that you're, again, as Bob said earlier, coming to this awareness and asking these questions, it, it tells me that you're ready to look further into this. If you could email us, um, we would be happy to send you some more resources on directly what I'm what I'm referring to. Hey, okay. Megan, did we help you at all? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, keep keep connected to us, and we'll send you more information. And Bob, thank you so much for coming on. We do have to wrap up the show. Thank you, Bob. Is thank there you. anything else that you would like to say uh, to all of our callers and listeners to to follow you? Are you talking to me? Yes. 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 I just appreciate the time. And um, if people want to stop by my website, I'd appreciate it. I have a ton of resources that people can read and go through. Okay. Thank you so much, Bob. And please stay connected to us. Well, we we went a little over time. I wish we had more time to to talk about these subjects, but we do have to wrap up the show. Vinny, thank you so much for coming. It was my pleasure. I really had a great time. And it's so great to see you and great to meet you, CJ. We can't wait to have you back. All yeah. the best with the show. I'm very happy for you. I'm going to stalk you. <laughs> As will I. Okay, so you're coming back on. I'm going to put you in my trunk. I don't care. No I'll entice you with hoagies. No I'll be problem. at your door. <laughs> I'll be sleeping on your bedroom window. All right. Following. And so thank you guys for listening. Please connect with us if you'd like to be a caller. Info at ConnectionBeyond.com. Website www.ConnectionBeyond.com. Enjoy your Saturday, and we will see you next week.